So tonight we will continue with the with the rest of the uh, causal relationship that uh, causal relation that we have explained last time, and. Uh, uh, just a reminder also that uh, it is said, you know, in the commentary of the, the, the first uh, book on Abhidhamma, the Atasalini, the commentary to the Dhamma Sangani, that uh, when the Buddha contemplated these uh, 24 conditions, or when he contemplated these uh, causal relations uh, under the Bodhi tree at the se on the, during the seventh, week, the seventh week of his enlightenment, for uh, about one week, uh, seven days and seven nights, he, he was contemplating on this Dhamma, and uh, it is said that uh, six or seven rays, rays emanated from his body, you know, big rays, because it was so deep of, uh, of, uh, so deep of knowledge. Yeah, so it is in relation to that. And also, <laughs> I, I like to say that uh, uh, when it is explained, now we, we just survey very briefly, you know, very, very briefly. We, and also the way I explain sometimes is uh, maybe a little bit lacking of uh, precision. But uh, if, you were to, uh, if you were to listen to the traditional way it is taught, for example, I was, uh, you know, inquiring from this monk how he is teaching that in his monastery, because in the Burmese tradition it is very strong. And he said, oh well, when uh, he is teaching it, uh, at least uh, one day for one pachea. <laughs> so, then it's easier. So, and <laughs> you see, but now we try to see the, the, the 24 uh, causes and relations in, 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 in one evening. You know, so, at least we can split in two. But uh, nevertheless, uh, uh, it can be complemented with a lot of explanations and a lot of details. And uh, the way they relate it also, like the, 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 the teachers who are really uh, uh, proficient in it, they, they, they live it and also they learn it, you know, by art very well and also by tradition. So when they tell it, it's very, uh, it is very uh, interesting. Like they, they, they put a lot of stories. But also he told me, and I agree, that uh, uh, if you are not interested in Abhidhamma, then it's the best way to fall asleep. <laughs> so, <coughs> if you have any sleeping problem, then you take a book of Abhidhamma and then right you go. <laughs> so now we'll continue, and uh, I don't know, like uh, we had left at the Upanisaya Pachya, that is the strong supporting condition, uh, relation. And, uh, then I try to explain it uh, in general. And uh, one thing that I had not completely mentioned is that uh, that a strong, uh, supportive, or dependent condition also is related to uh, all the activities, that is the moral activity, or the immoral, or the neutral, activities. That means um, any kind of consciousness by itself, whether it, whether it is kusala, kusala or abhyakata, neutral, it can lead also to three different types of, uh, of results. That is a moral, like when we are doing good deeds, huh? if we are observing the, the, the morality, for example, sila, or if we are um, practicing charity, 
uh, and then uh, meditation also. This, this is called kusala. So out of these uh, moral uh, deeds, then, of course, we can have the good results. And, you know, the good results uh, can be expected from that. But also uh, from the moral deeds, uh, immoral uh, results also can, can, be, uh, can happen. That means uh, if, for example, we are uh, giving charity or doing good things and then we are so proud of ourselves and then we, are just, we just get puffed up because of, the, of the, the good actions that we have done, then the, the results are not so good because we don't get the benefit of uh, developing more uh, kusala types of consciousness. And uh, of course, the kusala also can lead to kusala, that is, if you are doing good deeds, then of course you will have the, you know, you can have the good results. And also, uh, sometimes when you are doing good deeds, uh, then uh, you get also a, a type of just neutral uh, type of uh, resultant. Like also, uh, like for another, another example regarding that is that uh, when we are doing the meditation or jhana or you know or, or you know some type of uh, meditation, this is also kusala. And uh, then the result can be also that oh, we think that we are better than everybody because we have good concentration. And so that means the, the positive or the, 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 the moral uh, activity can lead to uh, immoral uh, results, but also to moral and also to, uh, to neutral type of, uh, of, uh, of results. So the cause, <laughs> the cause is, is, the, uh, is the type of consciousness and the results also is the type of consciousness. But the cause also here can be all kinds of objects as, as, as we had seen before that the, the Upanishads also, the causes that are supporting that are uh, all kinds of uh, objects and also the, 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 the future objects can be, uh, can be a supportive cause for the, uh, for the present arising. Like for example, when we are practicing the, the precepts and then at the end we say, idang me punyang, Nibbanasa Pachaya Utu. So this is a Pachaya. Nibbanasa Pachaya Utu. So we are wishing that uh, the cause for Nibbana be realized with, uh, with the practice of our, of our merit. So we see that uh, uh, relation is, uh, is involved into that wish. So there are many details also that uh, I think we are going to skip for for today. If we want to uh, uh, to, to 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 survey the rest of the uh, conditions. Also, like I had mentioned that. Uh, Another type of uh, of uh, of uh, strong supporting uh, relation that is Upanishad Pachya was a was a relation of um, of the good food and then uh, good uh, good climate and uh, good good uh, lodging and also a good friend. So these things also are, are uh, strong supportive uh, conditions. 
But here they say that uh, this type of uh, supporting, strong uh, supportive condition is, uh, is explained by way of Sutanta, not by way of uh, Abhidhamma. The Sutanta, like the, we have the, like in the Abhidhamma, especially in the, in the Vibhanga Abhidhamma, you know, the second book, then everything that they are explaining, they are explaining it in by way of, uh, of the Abhidhamma method and then the Sutanta method. So the difference is that uh, the Abhidhamma method deals with the immediate uh, reality, with ultimate reality, and it's much more detailed, whereas the Sutanta deals with uh, you know, conceptual uh, explanations and also the, 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 the perspective is a little bit different. So uh, these are classified, you know, uh, traditionally and divided into the, the, the Sutanta method and then the Abhidhamma method. Sutanta is that Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we will see the, the Pachya number 10. Purijata Pachya, or the relation of pre-existence. So, uh, because, uh, you know, when I tried to, uh, to explain that to you, I took uh, two sources for the references of translation. So now I, am, I, have, to, I have to deal with uh, which one is going to be better. Anyway, I think this one is quite clear. In the Yes, the prior arising here, also the relation of pre-existence. And uh, here the pre-existence, that means something existed before. The causes is before the effect. And uh, uh, here it is divided in three classes of the pre-existence as an object, then the pre-existent... So the first one, sorry, is the basic pre-existing pre-existence, that is the, the, the base or the door, huh? and we will see. And then second one is the objective, that is the object is pre-existing. And the, the third one is the basic objective pre-existence. Oh, they translated the other way, I don't know. But uh, now I will deal with only uh, this uh, translation. So the first one, the basic pre-existence, that means the, uh, the, the, the pre-existence of the base, of the door, like the five senses, you know. Uh, this we have dealt uh, before. It is the same thing as, uh, as was explained in the Nisaya uh, relation, that is the relation of dependence. That is uh, the, the for the consciousness to arise, then uh, we need the bases. We need the we need the doors or the uh, you know the the, the 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 organ of senses. So these organs or, or these bases, they, they are existing before the consciousness arise. So the second type of uh, pre-existent I- existence is the pre-existence of the objects. That means uh, uh, that means the f- the 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 present five objects of visible form or sound and so forth are causally related always by way of objective pre-existence to those thoughts which are capable of taking part in the five door processes. 
And here again, the simile of a violin. The sound of a violin only arises when it is played with a bow, and the sounding necessitates the pre-existence of both the violin strings and the violin bow. So also these thoughts, these dhammas, which take part in the five-door process, spring into being owing to the presentation of the five objects of sense at the five doors, which are no other than the five bases. So these doors and these objects, they are, uh, they are the causes, and then uh, everything that is following, that is uh, the mind door and the consciousness, uh, that, are, um, that are arising after that, then this is the effect. And uh, these consciousness, they cannot arise uh, without uh, the pre-existence of the objects and, uh, and the bases. Here they give the example of the nature of this relation is illustrated by the sun and the moon that came into existence long ago, at the beginning of the world, yet give light to the people on earth who came into existence only a few years ago. This is uh, enough to cover the uh, the Purijata Pachya. Then the number 11. Pacha Jata Pachya, or the relation of post existence. Yes? The third one was the. The third one was the. It's like the, the first one is the basis, huh? the basic pre-existence. After that, you have the objective, the object pre-existence, and then uh, the third one is and the basic objective pre-existence. That means the base and the object also arise together. So it's the combination of both, the both and uh, the, the objects and the, and the basis. As for the Pachajata uh, relationship, Yes, I just compared the two translations so that you have a clear idea. You know, the, the two sheets actually that you had are quite good. Like, uh, uh, I think the, the, the summary that is given is uh, very uh, concise and uh, very precise. So, for the Pachajata here, they say the posterior arising. And the example is A arises after B. So, it is arising after. And uh, it is the example that uh, it, it is uh, difficult. No, it is it's difficult to conceive to some extent. That means uh, that means here we will have the causes. We will have the cause that arise after the effect. And uh, and then uh, it is related, especially with uh, like in the Abhidhamma theories, the 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 the. the the duration of materiality, you know, it arises and passes away very fast. 
but the, the mind itself is arising still faster than that. And that, I, that involves that uh, when matter is there, then the mind has been arising and passing away for about 17 mind moments. And then the rupa is changing after that. So at the beginning, when, the, uh, when the, a certain moment of consciousness will be supporting the, the existing rupa, like in some relation, the, 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 the mind also is depending on the, on the, mater on the, on the materiality. Huh? So there is a, a relation between mind and matter. But uh, though the, the, the materiality will still be, will still be there, huh? will not have perished, the mind will have perished, you know, many times. So the succeeding mind moments will be actually the, the post-nascent uh, causes for the, for the materiality. That means the, the, the present ma materiality will depend on the future uh, uh, mentality to, to, to exist. So, uh, it's only related to that, you know. Here it is only uh, related to that type of, uh, of uh, thing. And uh, traditionally also they give the example of uh, the vultures. I didn't look into that, but it's possible the vultures, you know. Then apparently uh, when they grow the baby vulture, the parents, they don't feed them right away. I have not seen, but it's possible, you know. So the parents, they never feed the, 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 the baby vulture. So uh, when, they, when they pick up the, 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 the eggs and they break the eggs, then they are there and then they, are, they don't have food. Huh? But they say in the commentary that uh, uh, they, because they are expecting food, you know, in the future, then their body is growing. So some people... <laughs> So some people question the, that, uh, the validity of uh, the explanation. <laughs> but maybe, 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 you know, in that same line, maybe we, 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 can, we can think that, uh, for example, uh, if someone is sick, huh? if someone is sick, and then if the person knows, a doctor, and then it, the person knows, ah, tomorrow or, you know, in a few hours, the doctor will come and give me medicine and I will be well. Already, the person start to be feeling well because there is a kind of confidence. So, then in that case, maybe we can say that uh, uh, the, 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 the cause for the well-being or the cause, the supportive cause of the well-being of the person has not yet arisen. Sometimes I was, uh, was discussing that with a friend, you know, and then he was really skeptical about all these things. And then he said, no, 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 this is really impossible. The cause can never be after the effect. But recently a friend of us uh, told that uh, uh, in science they, they have, you know, there is a, a, a researcher, his name is, uh, is, is Bem, if you want to have a little bit, uh, you know, entertainment later, you can, you can search about uh, his theory and also his, uh, you know, all the investment he is, he is putting in that direction and his uh, big uh, hypothesis that he is working on is that uh, causes can happen in the future. The causes for the present effect can, can also uh, have not yet happened. So he's proving with many ways he tries to convince you know, uh, us of his hypothesis by way of psychic uh, uh, demonstration, not psychic demonstration, but the psychic uh, phenomenon that uh, 
things that have not yet happened can also influence what is happening to us now. And uh, I think that the history also tries to find some parallel in, in physics. And uh, but in general, you know, science is so uh, demanding, and also science is, wants so much of precision that uh, history seems to be, according to the specialists, it, it seems to be quite controversial and far away from being proven. But nevertheless, you know, the, the fact that uh, a very intelligent uh, scientist uh, is trying to, 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 to come with that theory means that, uh, well, it's not, it should not be discarded right away. But anyway, the Buddha, uh, in the Buddhism, it is uh, it's something that is uh, assumed. So, uh, so you can think about it, but uh, here it's the, it is the number 11 uh, relation. Then the number 12, or the relation of habitual uh, recurrence. Yes, I think this is the best uh, translation. The other one is repetition with uh, increased uh, strength. But uh, habitual uh, recurrence is quite, uh, uh, quite descriptive of uh, this uh, relation. So this relation obtain, obtains between successive instances of moral and immoral consciousness with the function of impulsion, jhavana, within the same sequence of consciousness, citta vitti. In the sensual sphere, kamaloka, the same type of consciousness usually occurs seven times in this function. Each successive consciousness is a repetition of the preceding one with added momentum in its function of enjoying the object. The nature of the relation is, really, is illustrated by the repeated reading of a book. Book studied in childhood assists the understanding of more difficult books read by the adult. And another example is the practice of any art or craft. Each single exercise or of a skill adds to perfection of in it. So. Uh, this, uh, you have no uh, difficulty, I think, to grasp uh, the concept and uh, you can see it also right away in the meditation. The more we practice, the more the meditation, the more we get a kind of habitual pattern in our mind, the more easy it becomes to repeat. And uh, that's, the, that's the idea here. So the more we are doing something, the more we think about something, the more we cultivate something, then it, it, it increases and then it grows and it keeps a kind of a, a pattern which becomes actually our inherent tendency. It becomes our own nature finally. So our own nature is just a condition, is just a form and create by an habitual process of repetition of especially thinking, but the thinking also is associated with all kinds of activities. So this uh, habitual, habitual uh, you know, uh, conditioning is uh, both by way of uh, good things and by way of bad things. And uh, this is important in, uh, in, the, in the Dhamma, whether it is Abhidhamma or Sutanta, 
And we can see that in many suttas that they say, okay, now regarding the bojanga or regarding the paramis or regarding anything that is good, the, 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 the injunction there is, okay, now you have to cultivate these things. You know, you have to bhavana, you bhaviti. That means you have to, to cultivate these good qualities and also you have to develop them. And uh, just uh, this course that uh, comes to my mind is uh, in the Majjhima Nikaya you have uh, these courses called uh, what should be cultivated and not cultivated. And then they, 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 they give a, a, a big list of uh, what should be cultivated. Because things are, have to be cultivated. Things have to be uh, uh, practiced to the extent that it becomes our own nature. And this is possible. That means we have always the possibilities to go in one direction or, or another direction. It's a question of choice and also it's a question of uh, wanting to develop uh, new habits, new, uh, new tendencies that will eventually form our own character. So uh, this is very important. This is very important and now you, you, see, the, uh, uh, you see the consequence. Now you are of you, your meditation has started to be so good. It didn't come like that. Because it became because you practiced again and again. Then another relation is the number 13, Kamma Pachya, or the relationship of Kamma. So here we have two types of a relation here. E, one is the coexistent Kamma, that means Sajata. And by the way, uh, the, uh, if you are to know the etymology of this word, uh, it will be easier for you to remember. So Jata is also the same root as jati, that is to be born or to arise. So just uh, previous to that we saw puri jata. So puri means before. After that we have seen pacha jata, that means after. So the arising, the pre-arising, pre and then after that the, the post-arising. And then here we have the simultaneous arising, uh, sa jata. So in this relation of a relationship of uh, Sajata, uh, no, sorry, now we are seeing uh, about uh, Kamma, the Kamma Pachya, but nevertheless in the relationship of Kamma here, you have two types. And the first type is the coexistent Kamma, Sajata Kamma, and then uh, the second type is the asynchronous uh, Kamma. I think in Nanakanika, oh, I forgot, uh, I forgot the translation of this one. Nanakanika, Kamma. Anyway, we are going to, uh, we are going to, uh, to, uh, to explain it. So, uh, one important thing also that. Uh, uh, you all know, but the Kamma means, actually, is described by Chaitana, so the will, so the will. This is what is called Kamma in Buddhism, the Chaitana. This is the major factor that is going to, uh, 
to create the, what is called karma. So karma is action, no? but actually here it is ca- the, the, the mental action, and the mental action is the predominant of the will. So uh, in the way of uh, our first division, we see that the coexistent karma, that means uh, the will, th- that means the, 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 the mental factors that are going to arise together with the will. So every moment, every conscious moment, that we have a will, then other mental concomitants are rising together with it. So the will, that is the karma, now, now, the karma that we are generating by the types of will that, uh, that we have, uh, that we are cultivating or that we are uh, having, is, uh, is influencing the mind right away. So the mental properties, the chitasika, you know, that are accompanying that mind, is the effect. So the will is the the will is the cause. Chetana is the cause. Kamma is the cause, and then the effect is the uh, the arising uh, consciousness and also the the, the chetasika, the mental concomitant. So this is arising together, sahajata, pachya, and also we should not forget that uh, the mind also is creating a, a type of materiality. So every mind moment that we are uh, having is also influencing the body. So uh, the mind will be also creating the, a type of materiality, a type of uh, physical phenomenon. But all at the same time, all now, every, 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 every little moment of uh, consciousness, there is a will, there is a chitana, there is a karma, and that karma colors the rest of the consciousness together with uh, the sub-effect, the, the, the side effect of influencing our body. So I will not go into the details of uh, what is. Uh, I think I think this is pretty. Uh, that is pretty clear. And uh, relating to the asynchronous uh, karma, uh, here they describe it as the past moral and immoral uh, volitions constitute the causal relation of asynchronous karma. So the related things are the 37 classes of mundane resultant consciousness, that is the citta and the citta-sika, and also the kamaja uh, rupa. So that means all the past, either moral or immoral uh, chitana, they constitute, this is the, this is the cause of uh, the, the, that uh, relation, and then the result is the, is the rest. Uh, is the rest. So again, to repeat, you know, just uh, here they say, or to define what is karma, or to define it in another way, karma is that by which creatures do or act. What do they do then? They do physical work, vocal work, and mental work. Yes. Just, just a clarification that all of this list is about causal relationship. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and my understanding then also is that 
causal relationship. Yes. Yes. So is this is this overall the entire list in a certain way talking about that? Talking about cause and effect. So oh. Yes. Yes, but karma does not uh, mean necessarily a causal relationship. Like there is a causal re- relationship of of karma. So here, karma we define karma as the as the volition. So volition is implying many other things, and then this is the other things that also we are trying to uh, uh, to explain. And uh, karma is not is not the result. So the next one is going to be the result, the vipaka. So karma is the here is karma is the principal cause. Uh, so we are taking the 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 the, print, the major uh, cause of uh, of a, of a relation to explain how it relates to to the other uh, mental factors, how it relates to the other. Uh, uh, types of consciousness and, and what are the effects. So it's a, it's a, like the relationship of cause and effect is kamma and vipaka. But ne- now here we are just dealing with, with, with the kamma as such, kamma as actions, hmm? mostly uh, mental, and, uh, and then also uh, what it involves in the, in the way of, uh, of results. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Because here, karma will be the predominant factor that we are investigating. Okay. You can ask the question at the end. You know, at the end there will be a summary, or you will have seen a little bit what it involves. So, if it's not clear, then we can uh, uh, maybe we can discuss it if we if we still have time. Yes. Yes, like here, the, 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 on, the, on, the, on the yes, on the sheet there, it is the active factor, so the major uh, cause of action, which is actually the the, the, the chitana here, so the, ma- the the active factor, like on the on the actually on the, on these sheet, you know, where the twenty four are defined, then he, they explain about okay, now what the, what are we dealing with speci- specifically, isn't it? Right. Huh? So not thinking of it. Yes. 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 So the active factor, as we have just described, also is involved in every moment. It does not involve the result. The result is now is the next uh, condition. So karma is just the fact of uh, of doing things. Karma is just pure action. It's not. It doesn't speak about the result. The result is the cause. Uh, the result is the effect. And then the effect, as we have seen, is the is the, 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 the following uh, side effect on the mind and also on the physical properties and uh, everything that follows, uh, you know, uh, conditioned by, the, by that uh, volition, conditioned by these actions. So here we have the number 14.
Yeah, sorry, sorry, I am going too fast, or I am, uh, I am skipping things. And uh, then I wanted to say, actually, I was, I was going to explain the second type of uh, kamma, and I lost my thread, so I will find it soon. Huh? The, the second one, like now we spoke about the coexistent type of kamma, huh? and then the sajata kamma. So the second one is the nanakkanikang. Nanakkanika, that is, a, uh, it's a kamma that it's a thing, different thing, different, differing in point of time from its effect. So the effect, like in the sajata, the, f- the effect is arising at the same time. So everything is combined in one uh, moment. It is co-arising. So when there is the chitana, then at the same time, the, the, the effect is on the mind. At the same time, the mind also is affecting the physical conditions, just in one moment. So it is co-arising. This is the one first classification. The second classification is the, it's a, the, the, the thing is differing in point of time from its effect. So that means there is an action, and then the effect is going to come uh, later. You know, so what has come now is because of something that has been done uh, previously. So that's why asynchronous volition is a volition that differs in point of time from its effects. So anakanika kamapachya is a causal relation standing to its effects by way of asynchronous uh, kamma. So, like just here for, for some example, is that uh, if we are doing something, then we get the result here and now. Like if we are doing an act of charity or if we are doing, you know, some good things, then just here and now we get the, the we we get the, the, the effect of that of that volition, mm. uh, both f- uh, mentally and also physically, and also. Uh, the, the other effect also uh, that will come also later is that if we are doing things, then also in the future it, the, the, it's going to bring some, it's going to bring some, uh, some results. So that's how it is, uh, it is divided. And uh, uh, here in, related, in relation to the asynchronous uh, kamma relation, the kamma signifies quite a peculiar energy. It does not cease though the volition ceases, but latently follows the sequences of a mind. And as soon as it obtains a favorable opportunity, it takes effect immediately after the dying thought has ceased by transmuting itself into the form of an individual in the immediately following existence. So we see that uh, the asynchronous uh, karma has an effect that has a long time uh, repercussion. The, reper- the repercussion is not the kamma. The repercussion is the, is the vipaka, the repercussion is the effect. But the effect that is happening in the future is due to the, is due to the, the, the asynchronous uh, kamma, is due to the, the, the previous uh, type of volition. So what we are now is the, is the result of what we have done in the future. It has a lot of, uh, it has a lot of influence. So uh, that's all. We see the two, uh, the, the, the two types, the, the two divisions of the, of the Kama relation. Is it, uh, is it clear enough? Yeah. So, uh, then the following one will be the 
will be the Vipaka. Yes. The number 14. The Vipaka Patia, the relation of a result. So here they, they, they give a classifications of uh, what is spoken about, you know, uh, in related in relation to the result that is the the 36 classes of resultant uh, consciousness and, and all the chetasika. This is uh, these are the effects, and also the material quality born of kamma at the time of conception and those produced by the resultant uh, consciousness uh, during the life. And uh, here they give uh, another example of uh, in what sense is vipaka applied? It is applied in the sense of vipachana, which means a change of state from infancy or youth to maturity. Whose tenderness and maturity are meant? What is meant of the former is the infancy of the past volition, which is known as asynchronous by maturity also is meant the maturity of the same kamma. So here they divide also, you know, a little bit more, and uh, they say that it should be understood that each volition has four avatta or time phases, and. Uh, yeah, the first one is the Chetana Vata, that is the, the genesis of volition. The second one is the Kamma Vata, or the continuance of volition. And the third one is Nimitta Vata, or the representation of volition. And uh, the fourth one is the Vipaka Vata, or the final uh, results. So here, although the volition itself ceases, its peculiar function does not cease, but latently, follows the series of thoughts. So also they give the example of uh, these types of actions, you know, the, 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 their potential still remain in our mind and, and sometimes they can come back as an effect and uh, especially at the time of, uh, at the last moment of our life then, you know, uh, strong uh, kamma that we have done, strong actions that we have uh, performed during our life may come back to, to memory by way of images or by way of signs or by way of uh, all kinds of, uh, I mean, not all kinds, but a few uh, uh, representations are going to be uh, manifested themselves at the moment of, 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 the, da of the death. So uh, this is called also the, the vipaka, the, the, the relation of, uh, of result. But uh, actually, the vipaka itself, uh, the traditional, the tradition illustrates uh, the character of this relation with the additional coolness felt by a man who already sits in the shade and is furthermore fanned by a cool breeze. That means, uh, the whatever is resultant, whatever is the result of what we have done. That means we don't have to work anymore to get it. It's just it just come by itself. Oh. So uh, the absence of uh, you know active uh, uh, volition or active uh, 
you know, uh, the absence of, uh, of active uh, will or desire or anything is absence there is just it is just the result it's just the it is just the result of the the previous uh, actions okay. yes the body itself uh, some of it like uh, the body itself as uh, you know the abhidhamma explains is is divided by by way of four types of uh, conditions. Also, uh, if we are eating food, we will see that uh, you know in the in the following one. So the food itself is a condition. So what we are eating, we become what we eat in a way. You know. So this is the resultant of uh, of the food, and also uh, some resultant also is the immediate karma. That is when we are uh, thinking about something. So that emotion or that thought also is going to create the body and also uh, the temperature, uh, the temperature that we have inside our body and the temperature uh, from uh, the outside environment also is influencing the quality of uh, the material uh, body and also the kamma, so the actions we have done previously also in this life but also the actions that we have done in previous life have their effect on the, on the, on the body, that's why Although we are all different because of uh, genetic inheritance, there is also the difference that is affecting our character and also, uh, you know, complexion because of the past actions that we have done in a previous life. And also, this is why they say that if we look at the baby, you know, the newborn uh, children, their faces are not the same. Their faces are not the same. So they say, no, why some babies when they are born, they are just they, they, they are just like uh, like coming out of hell, <laughs> you know. So they say that well because uh, because of the previous uh, life, you know. Then when the child is born, then still the memories or still the impact of uh, of the previous life that uh, that he had is uh, can be can be seen in the in the expression of the, of the faith. And also, if there is a very some some babies are born, although the the, the birth itself is difficult. Some babies they are born and they are just smiling right away, and they, all the time they have happy face. So why? What is the difference? It's not only because the, the, the mother has eaten good food and things like this. There may be other causes. So, so the kama in that way, kama also is influencing the you know the, the, the physical aspect. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so for example, um, the, the, so say the, the inverting, I yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. The eye consci- the, the the consciousness, you know, the five senses, and uh, some are the vipaka. Yeah. I thought the unconscious actually was the one that comes after. So, could you expand on that? Because of the well, they just say that because of the past volitions in the previous life, then this consciousness still arises. So the force, the karmic force that had been accumulated in past life, makes it that because in the past life we we were still wanting to 
to, to feel or we want, we're still wanting to see and then to smell and then to live and to have a body, then that effect, you know, supported by the good karma that we had done, uh, gives us the, the rebirth on, uh, on the human plane. And then, and then there is just the effect that, uh, that we, you have the possibility to see and then to, to hear, things like that. That's why also uh, in some of these explanations, they say that uh, there are some people, although on the human plane, that they have only two roots. That means they have not done, the, 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 their previous karma has not been uh, complete in, that in the sense of, uh, of kusala. And then, uh, because they lack uh, the good roots, then when they are reborn, they are lacking of faculties. So they are reborn blind, or they are reborn uh, mentally retarded, or, or deaf, or, you know, there, there, there are some of uh, their uh, faculties that, that is not complete. So this is uh, also a, a result of their past uh, actions. So some of, the, some of the things that we are, also this is why they say that, well, some of the things that we are experiencing, or, you know, physically and mentally, are not always related to karma, but some also are related to the karma. We cannot say that everything is related to our past actions. Everything is related to our past uh, volitions and karma. But also it is related to that there are so many conditions. One, one of them is the, the, the karma. So if we want to go into a little bit more detail, and I think it would take uh, uh, too much time, we will have to postpone again the rest of the explanations. Or unless I, I keep you here until 10 o'clock. But I don't think you are willing to uh, to sit that long. And also, you know, they give uh, they give uh, the example that uh, the vipaka is the name assigned assigned to the states of consciousness, and they are concomitant, which are the results of the volitions or the mature volitions themselves, just as the mangoes, but maybe peach or, or pears, are very soft and delicate when they are ripe, so also the resultant states are very tranquil since they are inactive and have uh, no stimulus. Just yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. So now the fifteen, uh, number fifteen, uh, the relation of food or the relation of um, of uh, causes or ahra pachya. So, yeah, they say sustenance. One translation of ara is sustenance. It can be also nutriment, and also it can be causes. So, uh, in a way, this relation is of two kinds. So, you have the material cause, and also the immaterial uh, one. So, we were talking about, uh, you know, the, the, co the conditions for our body. So, uh, the gross food that we are eating, the, the material food that uh, there it connotes actually the nutritive essence that is the the the, the oja 
that is spoken about. So in the food that we are eating, there is a, a, an essence, a, the nutritive essence. So this is uh, uh, what we, this is what is called the uh, kabanenkara, the, the edible food. And again, it's uh, divided, you know, in the internal and external. So this, uh, this, uh, this supply of uh, material food is influencing also the, 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 the body, you know, whatever it is, the, the body that is motivated, that is uh, conditioned by the mind or the, the from the four causes that uh, we have just seen. So these four causes, these, these four material conditions of uh, Kamma, Uttu, uh, Hara and uh, uh, Chitta, uh, the four causes for the body, they are supported by the quality of nutriment. They are supported by the quality of, uh, of Oja. So by eating food, then we are extracting some uh, uh, vitality and this uh, uh, nutritive aspect of uh, of uh, vitality is getting uh, is supporting the, the the physical body, so this is one type of uh, of food relation. Uh, this is one type of uh, sustenance. Hmm? And then the the other three types of uh, of relation here, it, it it is relating to the mind. So that's interesting because oh, it can be translated as immaterial food. So uh, that means we, we, we are feeding our mind with things. So that, uh, that, 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 that relation also is, is specified as ahara, pachya. And here we have the, the, three, the, the, three, the three kinds of uh, ahara, pachya related to the mind. That means we have the contact, passa. So every, every contact at the sense doors, you know, and at the mind door, that's a stimuli. This is also a support condition for the other uh, mental states. Then we have uh, every type of um, volitional activity of the mind. That means manu sang chetana. That means again there is a there is a there is an aspect of will there. So any kind of uh, mental sankara, mental formation that is arising, it is also uh, a kind of food. It's a it's a supportive, uh, you know, aspect of uh, for the for the rest of the, the of of our life. And the third type of uh, different uh, food relation for the mind is consciousness itself. So the vinyana itself is a nutriment for the rest of the mental factors as well as uh, the coexistent properties. So both mental and material. So this is the Pachayupanna Dhamma. So here the, the, the that relation is the is a power of support that is the predominant here. So the, 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 the in the way that it is supporting, uh, it, it has become a predominant factor. So here also they, con they, they compare, you know, like the, the passa, the contact that we are having with the senses. They, compa they compare that, that uh, we are extracting some essence 
from the from these objects. Uh, so this, the essence that uh, we are extracting from the from the sense impact of uh, of these things are feeding our mind, uh, and then also the vo volitional activity of the mind uh, in a world, uh, the world, the will. It's also uh, it's also an iterative uh, aspect, and uh, this will furnish us with the courage for the execution of deeds, words, and thoughts. And consciousness also is a is a supporting condition. Is as much in as much as it predominates in all the thinking about an object. So these uh, three immaterial foods, in supplying nourishment to the coexistent mentals, also affect the coexistent and material. So in the same way that uh, you know whatever the mind is uh, is uh, is active about, then also it has an influence on the body. So also here there is a big uh, amount of detail about uh, uh, to watch what uh, precisely it uh, it it is uh, explaining or it is describing and I think we will pass unless you want some uh, clarification so it's clear no we have four type of uh, four types of ara uh, pachea here then the, the causal relation number 16 yeah. or the relation of control or here this yeah, control in both cases. So the relation of control in the Riyah Pachya, it is also of three kinds. That means coexistence, sahajata, pre-existence, purijata, and the physical life itself, jivit indriya. So these causal uh, dhamma, the pachaya dhamma, that means uh, the, the, the control or, or the faculty of, uh, of control, it's uh, of the first kind, that means sahajata, that is, uh, that is born, that is coexistence with, uh, with other uh, faculties. Uh, it is, uh, you have 15 coexistence uh, indriya. Uh, so it is Indriya. You see, like we have seen also that uh, the definition of Indriya came from the word Indra. Uh, so the, the, the Indra is the Lord, and uh, in some religions the, the Lord is, uh, is, in, is called Indra. So in the same way, what is an Indriya is uh, what is acting as a, as a ruling agent you know, in our mind and in our uh, body. And here, the subdivision of these, uh, of these uh, indriya are 15, and uh, basically it is the psychic life, the consciousness, the pleasure, pain, joy, grief, hedonic indifference, fate, energy, mindfulness, concentration, wisdom, and the thought, I shall come to know the unknown, and the thought I know, and the thought I have known. So these are the 15 type of uh, causal uh, indriya, and then the effect, the pachayupanna dhamma, they are the coexistent uh, properties, both mental and material. That means uh, the faculties also, they, control, they, they, they compare that, like uh, we have seen that uh, adipati, you know, before, the, the one of the relation was the relation of adipati pachaya. So adipati means overlord. So it was the, the condition of predominance. So in that case, there was a, a factor that was predominant. 
uh, and then it will overlord everything. And then, as you remember, you had the four one of the the, the Chanda, Viriya, and the Chitta and Vimangsa. So these were the uh, kind of uh, over powering mental factors that will have uh, a complete influence on the whole structure. But here, the Indriya, they are like uh, government's officials. That means uh, they, don't, they, they can depend on one uh, governor, they, they can depend on one uh, king or, or one chief, but nevertheless, they can also uh, be uh, active in their own field at the same time. So they can, they can, they can also cooperate. So, so it doesn't mean they are they are just uh, monopolizing. It doesn't mean that uh, they have the the the, 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 the power to of, of predominance. Hmm? So, um, so here, for example, uh, yes. Yeah, so this is for the fifteen, for the fifteen uh, first class. So they are coexistence. So for the second class. Uh, we have just the 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 organs themselves, you know, the bases, you know, the the base of uh, the eye, the ear, the nose, and the tongue, and the body, and then the effect of that is the uh, the five senses together with their concomitant, and also it was these five bases, the five sense bases, they are also classified in the way of purijata, uh, uh, that means they they are existing before. Uh, the arising of the effect. They are existing before the arising of uh, the, uh, the, 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 the connected consciousness. So before we have the eye consciousness, then the eye base has to be there. And like that with the five, uh, 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 with the other uh, four consciousness. And then the, the, the third one is the Jivitindriya. So this is just, uh, there is only one in that class, and uh, it is just the life, the physical life itself. And also we, you know, maybe a topic that interests you, uh, we, we see that the Bhava Indriya also is there, that means the sex control. And here it is related to uh, the gender, and uh, it is a physical uh, indriya, it is a, phys a physical uh, faculty. But nevertheless, although it's a physical faculty, you know, the gender itself is going to determine all the rest of our uh, tendencies. So the, the, the gender that uh, we are born with will monopolize and also will influence the rest of uh, our body and also the rest of uh, the, the, the mental khandhas. So the five khandhas are going to be influenced also by the gender. So there is an effect, uh, there is a cause and an effect here in, that, in, this, uh, in, this, uh, in this case. So they are controlling for faculties, they are controlling function. That means because of their structure, then uh, they can control also the, the, the rest of, uh, not the rest, but uh, a big deal of, uh, of, 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 uh, of our uh, constitution. Then the relation number um, 17. It is jhana uh, pachya, or the relation of uh, absorptive attention. That means jhana, you all know what it is. But uh, here, 
uh, actually uh, well I will go with the description but the example is uh, uh, of, a, of a man on a treetop of, or a mountain who himself see the things at a far distance and also describes them to others on the low ground so The definition of jhana also means uh, uh, that uh, it pays very close attention to the object, thus it is called a jhana. And also one, uh, one uh, famous, uh, well, Lady Sado gives the example of an archer, you know, an archer to illustrate the nature of this relation, just as uh, in sending an arrow into the small circle of his goal, the archer stands afar, straight, the arrow in the, with his hand and keeps uh, it unquivering and having made the goal clear, sorry uh, to his mind then he, by paying very close attention to it with his eyes he discharged the arrow and even so it is said of a person that he or she pays absorbs, uh, absorptive attention when having strengthened the mind by means of these jhanic factors and made unquivering and having made the object uh, clear to the mind and he fix, she fixes uh, his attention uh, closely on it. That means uh, the five jhana factors which are uh, present in many uh, consciousness, you know, uh, not even, not only in the jhana, but also in other types of consciousness. These five uh, jhana factors will be uh, leading the mind towards a specific object. Mm. So it doesn't mean that uh, it's the, the jhana of uh, samatha, or it can be also the jhana of samatha or the jhana of upasana, but uh, actually it can happen also with a very uh, intense uh, moment of attention. And also, not only that, but uh, here this relation also can apply not only to the kusala, wholesomeness, but also it can apply to unwholesomeness. So we can have also uh, the relation of uh, jhana, pachaya, in uh, a kusala. So, so the jhana factors, you know, they are the, the, they are the cause, and then uh, uh, the effect also uh, will be the associa associated with other types of consciousness. They support the arising of their associated mental principles of consciousness generated matter and kamma generated matter at rebirth by the jhana pachaya. So this is also going to influence uh, uh, the process of, uh, uh, of rebirth. Now we go to the next uh, relation, that is the Magga Pachaya, or the relation of the path. So, uh, here the Pachaya Dhamma, or the twelve, the path constituent, are the, 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 they are the, 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 the active uh, Dhamma in this relation of Magga and they are uh, right view, right aspiration, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right endeavor, right mindfulness, and right uh, concentration. But also, we have wrong views, wrong aspiration, wrong endeavor, and wrong uh, concentration. So here, the Magga Pachya, Magga means the path. 
No? It means a way. And uh, in that sense, uh, it has the means, as, as the means of reaching the realm of misfortune or the realm of Nibbana. So it's a path, you know, and then the factors of the path that we are taking is, is, is called uh, the, the, the Maga Pachya. But also, we have two types of path. That means we have the, ta- the, the path that, that will bring uh, good fortune, the path that will be bring a, a spiritual uh, good results, like the path to Nibbana, you know, the Eightfold Noble Path. Or also, there is the path, the Maga, that is leading us to, uh, to, the, I mean, to, to, to misfortune and misery and uh, the, the path to a, a lower type of uh, realm. So, uh, in this case, it can also uh, be uh, uh, classified as the as the Magapachya. So here, the difference, you know, like uh, with the Jhana Pachya, is that now the functioning of Jhana is to make the mind straight, steadfast, and ecstatic in the object. That means that the mind sinks into the casino objects and so forth, like a fish in deep water. But here the function of a magga, it is to make karmic volition in the way in to the, to the circle of existence and bhavanic volition in the way out of the circle, straight and steadfast. Issue in a course of action, develop, flourish and prosper and reach a, a higher plane. This, this is the distinction, the distinction between the two uh, relations of uh, Jhana Pachya and then Magga Pachya. So uh, the Magga is really like a, you go into circle, you know, so either you go in, you know, and then go deep in the mud, or you go in the circle and then go to, uh, to higher, you know, higher plane of, of uh, existence and then also to out of, uh, out of the circle of misery. So both ways, you know, either you go out, you know, or either you go, you go in, you know, and, and plunge in the mud. Both ways are called magapachya, that means the, the path factor. Also, the, the one translation of the maga means also a road and also means a met means, mean, means by itself. So it's a means, it's a mean. It's a means, yes, means, method. So just as a road may lead to a good place or a bad one, even so the path factors are the means of progress either in goodness or with Nibbana as the final goal or in, pov- in depravity. So they assist the, all the, 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 the mind and all, everything that is follows uh, with that. Uh, it, is, uh, it is supporting these things. Now I think if you if we are just patient, I think in a very soon we will we will be over. So here also they say that uh, you know that uh, even within the brief period occupied by one bodily posture, it is spoken as bumantara patta. That means the the path of uh, of uh, of becoming or the path of the the plane of existence. So even now, we are having the path factors are there. So either for the good thing or for the bad things. So that's interesting.
So the Pachya number 19 is Sampayutta Pachya, or the relation of association. So the simple explanation is A is associated with B. So the relation of association obtains between coexistent mental principles. And the that means that also here that relation of uh, Sampayutta Pachya relates only to the four uh, mental factors, four, uh, four mental aggregate, that is uh, four Namakanda. Only that, you know, only these things are, are uh, concerned concern this type of relation. That means these four Namakanda arise together first, hmm? second, they cease together. Third, they have the same base, what two? And fourth, they have the same object, Aramana. So this brings about such perfect blending that it is impossible to say where one ends and when uh, the other begins. So the association of mental principles may be compared to a chemical solution where the blending of solvent and solid is so perfect and the original solid dissolve is no longer apparent as a separate a sub substance. So the traditional illustration of the character of this relation is given with the perfect blending of the four ingredients of oil, onigi, and liquid molasses, what is uh, called uh, chatumadu in, in, uh, in Asia. You know that uh, this is a type of medicine or it's a type of mixture of sweet, four sweets that are given to people who are observing the, the eight precepts and they can, they can have that as, a, as an energy, uh, natural energy supplement. And uh, when it is done, they mix, you know, the butter and then the ghee and the molasses and uh, and then the honey. And then when it is it is mixed together, apparently, uh, well, not apparently, but it just uh, it, it, it it just becomes to be uh, one uh, substance. So they are uh, uh, they are coexistent. So the. The relation number 20 is the vipayuta pachya or the relation of uh, dissociation. So uh, it describes A as dissociated from B. But here, uh, here we have the relationship within uh, material qualities and immaterial qualities, nama and rupa. So rupa, material, is uh, dissociated from nama. So that that has to be clear. The mind is not the body, and the body is not the mind. So here they also uh, compare that to, uh, to uh, chemical solution, and, and they said it differs from the relation of association that we have just seen, Sampayutta. Uh, uh, as a chemical solution differs from a suspension, what this is, but anyway, for those who are uh, chemical uh, knowledgeable, it's ah, okay, so it cannot be mixed. Okay, thank you. So mind and matter may occur closely together; they may mix, but they do not blend into each other. So 
also the their dissociation is traditionally is illustrated by the six varieties of uh, taste sour the six tastes uh, sour sweet salty bitter and uh, hot like chilies and astringent so even if food of these various tastes is mixed in the same dish their tastes do not assimilate but they remain they but remain separately uh, cognizable so that's fine huh? then the relation number uh, 21 is called antipatia or the relation of presence that is a and b are both present The relation of presence obtains between all principles which exist in the same instance of time. Since the nature of this relation is so very general, it occurs side by side with most of other relations. Only six relations and part of a seven do not uh, combine with it. So also here they, try, they, they, they compare that with the Mount Meru, you know, or, you know, the big mountain in India that is, uh, that is used in all cosmological representation. Uh, so here they say that the Mount Meru and the white earth, uh, so the presence of the Mount Meru and the white earth, uh, which assists the rising of all trees and other plants. So. Uh, because of the presence of something, then the other things also are going to be uh, to be existing. So uh, we can uh, think we can easily find other uh, similes of uh, of uh, the necessity of having something present uh, in order to have uh, something else uh, existing. So whatever is existing, depending on something that is present, this is the this is the effect, and this is the the relation of uh, presence. E and B are both present, that is, the cause and the effect are present. So the following one is the, the opposite, and it is called the Nati Pachya, the relation of uh, absence. E, A is, absence, uh, is absent when B arises. So the relation of absence obtains between mental principles that exist at the consecutive instances of time. So its details are the same as for the relation, the relation of uh, precedence, you know, Purijata, immediate precedence and uh, the departure, Anantara, Samanantara and Vigata, Pachya. So it, it particularly uh, emphasizes the fact that the complete absence of the preceding principle is a condition necessary for the arising of the succeeding principle. So the relation is traditionally illustrated by the absence of light as a necessary condition for the arising of darkness. So that's pretty clear. Then the relation number 23 we get up at here the relation of uh, departure. So A, A has departed when B arises. So this relation resembles the former in all respects except its name. So only the name is different. 
but actually there are slight uh, uh, the, the you know the slight definition is uh, is can be seen with the etymology so absent principle are those which have just departed so we gata so we means uh, not there and gata uh, uh, gata means uh, departed no we we, we means uh, uh, not no it, it means uh, together it doesn't mean together. I forgot what is that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it huh? Mean separate? Yes, but here we got that. So uh, the out together, the, the 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 word means departed. We yes. Got ah okay. Gata got means uh, to come. So uh, we got that. means uh, it is not come or it has departed. It has not come. Yes, you are right. Yes, I had forgotten. So it is traditionally illustrated by the departure of sunlight which causes the appearance of moonlight and the stars. And uh, so you see, the, the, the closer we come to the end, the easier it becomes. So this is Asivanapatiya of a bit uh, habitual thing, you know. So very soon you will be very proficient in all the 24 relations. And uh, the 24th relation is actually very similar to the other one, and it's called Avigata Pachya, the relation of non-departure. A has not departed when B arises. So the relation of non-departure applies to the same principle as the relation of presence at T Pachya, and always occurs together with it. It is illustrated by the non-departure of the ocean's water for all fish, tortoise, and other uh, beings living in the sea. So yeah, let us uh, complete about uh, this. And uh, this is just as I was saying, you know, as the text says, this is just the basic uh, structure. Uh, this is just the name and, uh, you know, very, very basic explanations of, uh, of these uh, relations. And then uh, when we are analyzing whatever phenomenon we want to, then we, we, we do different kinds of uh, combination uh, with the, the, these uh, different uh, relations. So, uh, if you want to develop or if you are using you know some of the these material to analyze your meditation practice then uh, you know you can see the how everything can be related uh, with each other but also if you have time and if you are interested to, to, to learn the, the Pali it makes it uh, very easy you know then then when you come to these uh, text textual uh, uh, explanations then it's also easier you know just, just to remember the basic uh, uh, Pali terms and uh, here, you know, the, the, uh, here the lady said, uh, of which uh, I have been also referring, is giving the example, you know, to make it uh, very clear, to make it simple. He says that, uh, uh, he says that, uh, for example, somebody like a farmer or anyone uh, who is motivated by greed, so the loba or the motivation and, and the interest to, 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 to get some results, all this is the greed and the desire. So because of that the greed, then the person is working very hard in the field or is working very hard in, in some type of work. And because of the greed also, the, 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 the result also is coming, that is, he starts to be 
uh, affluent, he starts to have uh, properties and money and, and goods. Huh? And then based also on the greed, then uh, he, he supports a family and then also he is doing good things. Huh? And then because of these good actions, then also he gets very good results in the future. Uh, so, uh, so in this illustration, all the mental and material states uh, coexisting, coexisting with greed are called the direct effects. Uh, so here we have direct effects of, uh, of, uh, of the greed. So apart from these, all the outcomes, results, and rewards which are to be enjoyed later on in his future existence, they are called the, I, in the indirect effect. So of these two kinds of effect, no? the, the direct effect and the in, indirect effect, only the former is dealt with in the patana. That means uh, um, only the direct effect are, are analyzed by way of uh, the Abhidhamma. So uh, whatever is directly affected by uh, affected by by the state of mind, then this is uh, this is uh, what is analyzed here. But nevertheless, the way that is uh, explained and find its place in the, in the suttanta discourses by way the suttanta methods uh, is, for example, if this exists, then that happens, or because of the occurrence of this that also takes place. Such an exposition is called expounding by way of the suttanta. In fact, the three states of greed, hatred and ignorance are called the etu, or conditions, because they are the roots whence spring the defilements of the whole animate world, of the whole inanimate world and of the world of uh, space. The three other opposite states, that is uh, Alopa, Adwasa and Amoa, also call Etu or conditions since they are the roots whence springs purification. So in the same manner, the remainder of the Patana relations are to be understood in their various senses. Thus, must we understand that all the things that happen, occur, take place or produce changes are solely the direct and indirect effects, results, outcomes, or products of these 24 patana relations or causes. So, the last word here is to quote, uh, you know, uh, something that you, that you know from the many uh, texts and uh, and then it is Yo paticha samupadang passeti so damang passeti. He who sees causality sees dhamma. So it's very simple. Just to say again, just to remind us that the principle and uh, you know a very uh, fundamental principle of uh, of the dhamma is to understand uh, causality. And as, as a conclusion also, like we are talking about the roots and everything, so uh, a forest is a collection of trees. Huh? And then if we want a healthy forest, then we need to care of every tree. 
So by understanding many aspects of causality, we can learn other factors and conditions that will make us healthy individuals and thus build up a healthy society. Whatever is our aim, then by understanding the causes and conditions, it will help us to, uh, uh, to get to our uh, ambitions or aim or wish or intention or you know, understanding. So uh, I think this is enough. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.